Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, your host. And as I've been talking about on social media and in emails and on the podcast earlier this week, Thursday's episodes moving forward are going to be in a very different format. Well, not a very different, but they're going to be in a different format. I'm very excited to share with you Found Her Files. Many of you have told me that you want more actionable tips on specific topics. And so that's what I'm going to be delivering to you on Thursdays. Some weeks it will be me solo sharing actionable steps to help you ignite your brand. And other weeks I'll be bringing on special guests such as journalists, CPAs, publicists, brand strategists, and other amazing, amazing experts within my contact list, within my network, who will guide us through lessons in their area of expertise. If you like this format and you like what you hear, please shoot me a DM or an email. Let me know. I want to make sure it's working for you. I don't just want it to work for me. And please let me know some of your biggest pain points so that I can make sure that we provide a solution for any and all of them. And if you find today's episode helpful, please consider leaving a rating or review as that's how other female entrepreneurs will discover all of the support that we can give them. So when I started my first company, it was 2010. Um, Social media was virtually non-existent, but as my company grew, so did social media. The number of platforms, the significance that it was playing in our society, and how it impacted business. While my business was an events-based business, I grew it alongside the boom of social media, really adapting to and growing with the ever-changing platforms. As social media has become more and more important to your business, so too has the need to diversify your marketing strategies and how it is that you build your awareness and ignite your brand to stand out over others. Really, there are three key areas or places where you can make small changes that can greatly impact your bottom line. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, I want to set the stage. So in 2010, With a $500 investment from my bank account and well pregnant, I founded my first company. And over the next 10 years, I grew that company, Bump Club and Beyond, into the premier network for parents and parents-to-be. We garnered a reach of $3 million per month. We had partnerships with Target, Nordstrom, The Honest Company, Huggies, Ulta, the Microsoft Store, Seventh Generation, and many more. We drove seven figures in revenue year over year. At that time in 2010, there was no social media. I mean, there was Facebook, um, personal pages. It was kind of like right after the um, the removal of the .edu. If you remember Facebook, you used to have to have a .edu email address to use it. Um, it was kind of right after that. And there was LinkedIn and there was Twitter, but um, business pages didn't exist. And instead, you know, I showed up 
sharing my experience as an expectant mom on my company's website and at our events through emails and then, you know, in interviews, sharing my life as an expectant mom. I shared the good, the bad, the bad and the ugly. And in turn, the community who I was talking to here in Chicago was just in Chicago at the time. They started to share with me. So what started as two 50-person events grew to two 100-person events a month. And then after my daughter was born, we started doing events for new moms too. Social media started to grow. And with it, so did my company. And instead of just showing up at our events, I started to show up and share online as well. And from Chicago, we grew to 25 markets across the country. And so did my authority and my trust and my presence in the space. Eventually, this led to hundreds of TV segments and podcast interviews and some of the biggest publications in the world calling upon me for my area and uh, for my expertise, all because I initially showed up and shared. And when I say showed up and shared, I showed up and shared authentically. When I started Bump Club, there were no influencers. I never set out to be like the face of a company. But now more than ever, it's so important that you are the face of your company. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. But I grew my company from the foundation of a community-centric, holistic marketing approach that began with events, emails, partnerships, and a basic website. And then over time, we generated buzz or publicity. And by the time social media was a thing, we already had a dedicated and engaged community. Social media simply became an additional platform in which we were able to connect with our community and then draw awareness to more people to join our community. Um, But these other important tactics, such as emails and partnerships and events, they didn't go away. And in fact, we made them even a bigger part of our overall marketing strategy. In 2019, now the mom of two girls, I led the acquisition of my company to a large agency holding company. After working there for two and a half years, I exited the brand to do it all over again on my own terms, this time with the goal of building a community for female founders to help you to find your own success. In 2019, now the... What the fuck? In 2019, now the mom of two girls... I led the acquisition of my company to a large agency holding company. And after working there for two and a half years, I exited the brand to do it all over again, only this time with the goal of building a community for female founders to help you to find your own success. Now, in my 2.0, I am using the same strategies and tactics, but much more refined, to help other female founders to do the same. What took me three to five years to get going in 2010 took me three to five months to get going last year in 2022, because I've done it already and I know what to do and what not to do. And I didn't realize it at the time, but you can accomplish this kind of success with two key strategies. One, showing up as yourself every day, which is what I did when I started Bump Club. And two, sharing, engaging, and connecting with the community that is being built around you and your brand. I mentioned that at the time I didn't realize what I was doing when I built my first company and I didn't. But in looking back, you can see that my community came first and the monetization came later. I was not worried at first about the money. I was worried about my community, about making them whole, about making sure that they were getting the information that they needed to have their babies and that they felt supported. And that showed 
And that is why we were so successful. And through the trust and authority and connection created, an audience became a community who eventually turned into my paying customers. Don't forget, people want to buy from people. And in showing up every day to serve and connect and engage with your community, you build a natural bridge for transaction over time. One of the major problems that you're probably having in getting customers is that you're missing a crucial step in your content process. It's not about posting more or multiple times a day or using trending audio. It's about the actual content and the fact that you see your followers as just that, followers. You really should be viewing them as your community. Followers, or an audience as we might say, sit back and consume. But a community takes action and they engage. And when I think back to Bump Club, you know, the community that was building up around me and in front of me and then eventually behind me after I had my baby, they were emailing me. They were asking me questions. They were lining up after events to talk to me, to talk to the experts, to talk to our sponsors. They were engaging with us. If you provide content that truly connects with your community, you ultimately build your authority and your trust with them. And when it comes time to needing your product or service, they're going to think of you and they're not going to just think of you for themselves. They're going to recommend you to others. And that was very important in the growth of Bump Club and also in the growth of Dear Found Her. Word of mouth has played the one of the biggest roles in terms of growing this podcast in this community here, and that was the number one way I grew Bump Club and Beyond. So, and let's let's talk a little bit about this whole notion about Bump Club. You know, I showed up as an expectant mom. You know, and, t- and I'm talking about building content that connects. So, like, I showed up as an expectant mom. I shared my experiences at the time on a blog, in emails, and at events. And it created this bridge of connection to my community who were also pregnant. So they were very interested in what it is that I was saying. And then they were interested in what I was saying when I had my baby and I was going through the whole motion of being a new mom. And, um, you know, so whether I was pregnant because I went through two pregnancies as the founder of Bump Club and Beyond or shortly after, I had the experience and I was able to share that with others. And I didn't hold back. And when we started hosting events, first free and then ticketed, our community naturally signed up to come. Content that educates and connects gives you this automatic increase in engagement. It builds, like I said, a transaction, a bridge to transaction for turning your followers to community to clients. So I want to spend some time today not just telling you about community content and connection, but giving you actionable steps that you can take to make positive adjustments in all three of these areas for your brand and ultimately for your bottom line. So first, we're going to talk about community. So whether you're a brand new entrepreneur or you have some experience under your belt, creating a community is free. I don't know a single entrepreneur or business person who doesn't want a free way to ignite their brand. Free. Free. I I never, I mean, eventually maybe we ran some ads here and there on social media for very specific programs at Bump Club, but we really had no marketing budget. And like I said, you know, an audience is a group who sits back and consumes and a community is a group who shows up and engages. So you might be thinking, how do I build this community? 
And my favorite way to build your community is through partnerships and by sharing other people's communities. From the start at Bump Club, I did this through co-hosted events and then sponsored events and then events with experts and so on. Later on, we profiled moms, celebrity parents. We partnered with every major brand out there and all of those entities shared about Bump Club. And then here at Dear Found Her, I have also done this through my favorite way of all, and that is through interviews. This is really the most natural way to build your community. And if you want to build your community in 2023 and really and truly make an impact fast, interview other people at least once a week. You can share that you can do this and then share the content on your website or your blog. And then you can share the profile across all of your social platforms with tags. You can interview people on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn Live. You can interview them on your podcast if you have them. And then after you conduct an interview, wherever you might conduct it, think about all the ways that you can repurpose this content. One interview can and will yield at least, at least, 25 pieces of content. If you really think about it, you can get tip carousels, quotes, pictures, reels, long form videos, email newsletters, and so much more out of any interview that you conduct. And then the depth and breadth of people that you interview can include industry peers, industry experts, mentors, other founders who complement your business and maybe share community, influential people in your space that your community would want to hear from. Interviewing is one of the easiest and most effective ways to partner with others to build your own community and your network. So I want to share why with you, but before I share my three reasons why, the number one reason why is because everyone wants to talk about themselves and everyone wants to share themselves and everyone wants to be profiled. So think about people that you can profile who will show up and share. And when I think about the different ways that and the different reasons why this is very helpful for your brand. Number one, you know, well, you, you will obviously share the interview. Most likely the interviewee will share it as well. I will tell you, I think I've had maybe two guests on Dear Found Her of the 110 who have not shared their podcast episode. And when you interview people and they share it, this helps to expand your exposure to a whole new community of prospects for your own. Number two, Another really beneficial aspect of interviews is that you, are, when you interview someone, you have a chance to sit down and talk and talk and connect with other people in this manner. And I think you have very few chances to be able to do that in life, like to really sit down and talk to people. An interview is an automatic 15 to 45 minute conversation. And if done the right way, it's often the start of a new relationship. I will say every interview, for the most part, that I've done here on Dear Founder, I have gone on to cultivate that relationship. I continue to email the people who are guests. And, you know, ultimately, you know, these people have all entered my network. Many times, someone you interview will refer contacts of theirs to be interviewed as well. So like this is a third reason and a third way that this benefits your business. Thus, it will expand your network even more. So the practice of interviewing is one that I've used now two times for myself and one that I've implemented with dozens of clients. I built my first seven-figure company and grew it to reach 3 million people per month before its acquisition through event partnerships and interviews on our website and social media, basically with a $0 marketing budget. And even as we grew, our marketing budget was next to nothing. And I said this before, it was next to nothing. 
we had to rely on strategic avenues for growth and partnerships was one of them. So once you start to build your community, you might be asking, well, what is like, what does that matter? And like when you have an engaged community, like what happens next? You need to think about all the ways that you can utilize them. You can ask your community for opinions and feedback. You know, I always sent out a survey after every single event at Bump Club from day one. And we did it until I left. And really it was because I wanted to make sure every single person who walked into an event had a good experience. And when they didn't and they shared that, if they left their email, I followed up with them. You know, this was how I changed a lot of factors in my business. This was how we made a lot of decisions was through asking our community for their feedback. You can create a brand ambassador program. This was something that I did early on with Bump Club. I had a bunch of moms who were moms-to-be who were coming to my events regularly, and they were true ambassadors for our brand. They were telling everyone that they knew who was pregnant to come to our events, and they ended up, a group of them, I had about 20 of them, becoming, quote, employees. Now, they weren't employees making a paycheck, but they were getting free events to Bump Club. They were getting free products from our sponsors and from the brands that we were working with. And in exchange, they uh, they eventually did get paid. So eventually, once we started having the budget for that, we ended up paying them a per event fee to come help work at, work at our events. But ambassadors will help spread the word and grow your business because they're already subscribing to you. You can also ask your community to share and spread the word for you. I often say, please share this interview. Please share this tip. You know, legit, all you have to do is ask and people will do it. You can also ask for testimonials that you can share across social media and other avenues in your business. I think that, um, you know, testimonials is something we talk a lot about in my classes because at Bump Club, we use testimonials from events to market future events. We use testimonials from people who loved our VIP, you know, customer program to market the program and to get other people to join. So this was a very effective tactic to utilize our community to build our business and to help other people make transactions. You also can offer your community a discount in exchange for something. There might be something that you want from them. So for, and this wasn't a discount, but I, in November, wanted interview, or sorry, not interviews. I wanted ratings and reviews for this podcast. So I bought people coffee. I had them submit a screenshot of the review and I sent them a $5 gift card to Starbucks as a thank you. That's what I did. And guess what? I got about 25 new ratings and reviews. So this is why your community is your greatest asset because you can utilize your community in this manner to help market your brand and to help ignite your brand for greater success. But other than partnerships, how else would you build your community? And I want you to think about that. The answer is through your greatest marketing tool, and that is your content. It's time that you stop marketing and start standing out. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, the host of Dear Founder, and I've been growing brands for nearly 25 years. But I have forever used one method to build my own brands and that of my clients and students and to make every single brand I've touched stand out. And now with my brand new workshop, Ignite Your Brand, Make Yourself Stand Out, you can have access to the exact process I use for myself and my clients and you get me coaching you along every step of the way. My signature sweep method utilizes social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to build connection, engagement, reach, and growth among your community. 
The proof is in the process, not in what you post. Creating a holistic strategy with actionable steps is what will make your brand stand out in the long run. And guess what? Once we build your plan, it will cost you nothing but an hour a day, maybe 90 minutes. Seriously. Using my sweet method translated to some very real results for clients last year. And I want to share a couple of these with you. My first client in a 90-day period increased her engagement 636% and her followers over 11% versus the 90-day period prior. She received 300% more client inquiries during this time frame. And a second client, she saw an 85% increase in reach, a nearly 300% increase in engagement, and a nearly 400% increase in post interaction. Through an influencer partnership that we created, she received 1,000 new followers and 1,400 new email addresses in just five days. I've been building brands for over two decades, and now I want to ignite yours and make it explode. Many of you have asked when my workshops will be offered publicly again, and registration is live for Ignite Your Brand, Make Yourself Stand Out in 2023. We already have some signups and an amazing start to a cohort. Classes will be live with me for eight weeks, starting at the end of the month. If you miss a class, no worries. You'll get access to the replay. Every class will have an actionable homework assignment designed to build your marketing strategy and put it into action. Are you in? Are you ready for some results like this? The registration link is in the show notes. And if you have any questions, please make sure you reach out. I hope to see you in the classroom. So we're going to talk a little bit about content. Second topic of today. Well, your community is your greatest business asset. Your content is your greatest marketing tool. And what is going to help you grow your community? Many brands carry the misconceptions around that social media is their content. And yes, it is to a degree, but content is far more than social media. Social media is content, but content is also email marketing, your website, events, partnerships, publicity. Your content is essentially everything that you put out into the world about you and your brand. So instead of focusing on trending sounds, dancing and pointing, and that vanity number that looms over so many of us often, I want you to focus on your overall content and marketing ecosystem. When you create an overall content strategy, it feeds each of these elements. It feeds your email, it feeds your website, it feeds your partnerships, it feeds your events, and it feeds your publicity. It feeds your strategy. And it also feeds your social media. When you have a content plan, you automatically have ideas at the ready to post and to share. And your content plan makes it that much easier to execute. So I'm sure there are so many of you listening today like that, can, that will raise their hand if they were in a room with me right now and I asked this question. And the question is, who gets worried about what to share in emails and what to post in terms of messaging? And who has brain freeze when it comes to that? A lot of us, right? But I want you to stop worrying about that now because after this, you're really, you shouldn't have to worry about this anymore after the exercise of that and the action steps that we're gonna, I'm going to put in front of you. So you may have heard the buzzword content buckets. I'm not a big buzzword person. And the only reason I like this word and I'm using it is because of this term, sorry, is because it truly is the best way to describe what I'm going to share. When you create content for your brand, think about your content buckets. These are four to six themes that 
all of your content falls into. And when I say all of your content, I mean everything you put out into the world. This is what you post continuously to establish your authority, your credibility, and to build your connection with your community. Why would you want to do this? Well, it helps to streamline your content. It helps you to stay organized. It helps your content to feel organized. It helps you to think of ideas. It helps you to have a purpose. It helps you to connect with your community. It helps your community to know what to expect. Everything that you share needs to go into one of your buckets. Buckets are not inspiration or education. That's what your content does and that's their purpose. All of your content should have purpose, but the purpose isn't, is not the actual bucket, if that makes sense. So like you're not going to, if you, if you create like six themes, you're not going to have one be education. It's got to be like what you're educating on. And I'm going to explain that by sharing my content buckets with you. So if you look at Lindsay Pinchuk, my, my Instagram, and it's not just my Instagram because it's everything I put out into the world. If you look at my email, if you look at my website, if you look at my Instagram and my Facebook and my LinkedIn and all of my social media, um, if you hear me talk at events, if you hear me talk here on the podcast, these are the things that I talk about. One, my story. So that's my why, how I started my first company, how I started my second company, and little things about me that lend themselves to the business. You see me talk about my family and friends because they are the most important people in my life. You hear me talk about my podcast and um, not just like guests and I'll share pictures of me and my guests and um, I'll share episode promos, but I'll also share lessons that my guests have taught me. And then the next bucket is actionable tips to ignite your brand through my signature suite method. This is my educational bucket and where where I spend most of my time really sharing a lot of what I share to help you to grow your own brands. You hear me talk about entrepreneurship so that stories about others, lessons of my own, lessons from others. And then the last bucket is my offer. So that's where you're, you're, you will hear me talk about my classes, my one-on-one coaching, my services, and what it is that I actually do to make money and to drive revenue to my company. Now, I want you to take the concept of content buckets one step further, and I want you to think about how you use your buckets to sweep, meaning how do you pour your buckets into your social media and your website, your emails, your events, your partnerships, and your publicity? Here's the exercise I want you to do. So I want you to take 10 minutes and make a list of everything it is that you can and want to share about. And then I want you to look at that list and think of what are the common themes that you see. From these common themes, I want you to pull four to six buckets or topics that you will continuously talk about through your content, very similar to what I just explained. And under each bucket, I want you to make a running list of how you will fill that bucket. So how can you post? What assets will you need? Where can you share this content and how? What is the purpose and what is the call to action? When I develop a content strategy for any client, that is the exercise that I do with them. And then on my own, when I write the strategy, that is the exercise that I walk my coaching clients and my workshop clients through at an, in an in-depth manner so that when they walk away, they have a seven to eight page document in their hand that they can essentially utilize to post from, to share from, to write emails from, to talk to, um, you know, media about like that is what we we do is we create this document 
Each week, I want you to aim to put out at least one piece of content or a post from each of your buckets. This way, you're very well-rounded. You're talking about all the things that make you you, and essentially, you're offering connection. Eventually, once you have this strategy in place, your goal is to sit down one to two times per week for an hour or two and follow your plan that you create, create evergreen posts, schedule them to automatically share. And this essentially will build and connect with your community, you with your community. So this is how you connect by sharing your content, which leads me to my final point today, which is connection. You are showing up and serving your community through the content you deliver. You're connecting with them. It's important when you think about what you will share that you think about how it will benefit and serve your community. Talk to them about issues they care about. If you create a natural connection with them and you truly care about them, not just sell to them, this will happen. And that goes back to what I said a little bit earlier when I was talking about the monetization of Bump Club. That was like a non-existent factor until a few, like a year or so in. And even so, until we were sold, I always put my community first. I didn't build a budget for events. I, I, you know, maybe that was haphazard. Maybe that wasn't the best, the best way to do business, but it certainly worked because people loved our events. They loved what we stood for. And if we didn't get the attendees that we needed, we figured something out and we always did. But I always put the community first. A friend of mine who was on our podcast, Rachel Schwartz from Rachel Schwartz Nutrition, gave me the advice once that you should replace every I with you when you talk to your community. And when you do this, you're talking directly to and for your community, not about yourself. Because at in the end of the day, no one cares about you. They care about themselves and they care about the problem that you are going to solve for them. You also want to make sure you meet your community where they are. This also helps with connection. If your community's demographic isn't on TikTok, maybe you don't necessarily need to be there either right now. Maybe one day, but as a solopreneur or a small business owner, you certainly have to pick and choose. So meet your community where they are, both physically and also online. Eventually, when you show up and share and you keep sharing, your community will start to share about you. They'll start to share your story and eventually they're going to start to share your product. When you put yourself out there and you connect with your community, they're subscribing to you and they want to come along on your journey. They want to help you succeed. The important part is to create content that connects. Be intentional about what it is that you share. I want you to see how implementing these simple principles into your strategy actually works. And so, you know, creating content with connection is something that was a part of a lot, uh, most of my client um, involvement in, in 2022. And so I want to share some real results that my clients got in 2022. So I had one client that in a 90-day period, she increased her engagement 636%. She increased her followers 11.2% versus the 90-day period prior. And the big result was that she had 300% more client inquiries. That's huge. A second client saw 
85% increase in reach, a nearly 300% increase in engagement, and a nearly 400% increase in post interaction. And with that client, I set up a partnership slash influencer program that we eventually ran. It was after I left that they ran it. But after a five-day period, the program that we created for them to put into play ended up eliciting over a thousand new followers on Instagram and over 1400 new email addresses to their database. And then I had a third client who, after utilizing these principles and really changing their content to post with connection and share with connection for just a week, one week, they saw a 151% of increase in engagement, a 750% increase in reach and a half of a percent follower increase. That was just in a week. And then over time, their reach and engagement increases leveled off and their follower increase went up to about 8% in 30 days. Now, all of those increases that I just shared were Instagram um, insights and Instagram um, numbers. But the reason that these numbers went up wasn't just because we posted on Instagram. We were doing things outside of social media as well. Last but not least, I want to add that as you develop your content strategy, you also want to create and build authority around your area of expertise. This too helps to build your trust with your community and your connection with them. Share your social proof. I always share the facts that I built a company that reached 3 million people per month and generated seven figures in revenue. I talk about the partnerships and activations that I built with Target and Nordstrom and Unilever and hundreds of others. I talk about the fact that I've been featured as an expert on 300 TV segments and featured in Cranes and the Wall Street Journal and Time Magazine, Chicago Tribune. Remember that your experience speaks for itself and it will help you to connect with your community through the content that you deliver. So don't shy away from sharing the reason why your community should be trusting you. Once you start really working your community and utilizing these principles to connect through the content that you share, and through the content that you share everywhere, not just on social media, you will see an almost immediate change. You're going to see more engagement. You're going to see more interactions. um, And you're going to see growth on your platforms. And ultimately, this will lead to bottom line growth because you're connecting and engaging and reaching the right people. The numbers don't lie. Use the insights on your digital platforms and regularly check out what works and what doesn't. That's a whole other podcast that we'll be tackling. You want to modify accordingly. If something really works and you see something get a lot of engagement, figure out a way to replicate the formula, the format, so that you can do it all over again. I continued to use you know, our growth to propel new partnerships through Bump Club, through Dear Founder. And without fail, I never compromised or sacrificed for the sake of our community. I didn't do it then. I would never do it now. And it's something that my communities that I was building surrounding my brands, they always have known that. Even after I completed my exit to this day, I still get DMs and messages from people saying that the community isn't the same since I left because there really isn't a community anymore. And that that is something very important to a brand, especially in a brand who connects with people. Don't ever underestimate the power of the three C's, community, content, and connection, as well as the power you have among the community you build. When you show up for them, they will continuously and forever show up for you. 
Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to our first Found Her Files episode. I hope that you learned a lot. I hope that you're walking away with notes. I hope that you're walking away with steps that you're going to start implementing today to ignite your brand and to make yourself stand out. If there's anything that I can do to help, please feel free to reach out through DM or email or what my website, lindsaypinchuk.com. There's so many different ways to get a hold of me. And as always, please make sure that you share your feedback. I want to know how you liked this episode. I want to know if you found it helpful. We will be back next week for two all new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. And I cannot wait. So thank you so much for being here. Welcome to 2023.